What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of season two of the Anything and Everything podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ty Reeves. And before we get into today's episode, I just want to take a moment to say I hope you guys had a happy and safe holiday season. I also want to say thank you for your continued support, especially with the new Instagram that's up and running. With that being said, the giveaway winners have been picked, and I will be contacting them within the next few days to congratulate them and to also give them their $25 Amazon gift cards. Now, joining me, I have a special guest to kick off season two is UConn student and Through the Lens senior producer, Eric Yang. Eric, how are you doing today? Hey, Ty, how are you? Thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, of course, man. So before we start digging into things, why don't you just give the folks a little, you know, a little short intro about yourself and what you do? Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, so my name is Eric. I'm 21 years old. I'm a senior here at UConn, and I'm majoring in communications, and I'm a content producer. Awesome. So getting right into it, I've seen your Instagram. I've seen some of the other contents you've created. You're really talented with a camera lens and capturing different moments. Where did you find that passion for photography and how did you kind of get started? Yeah, so I started, I got my first camera when I was in a senior in high school. Um, and I was on a trip for the summer and I just took it along with me. And, and that's where everything started um, that summer. And I think um, just me just continually shooting it, getting out there um, is how I got got to where I am I guess and it's been a really crazy journey so far and I I will say I'm really lucky uh, throughout these years but I'm excited for the future for sure yeah definitely man for sure so obviously you just said you started when you were younger when did you start getting into sports sports is not until college actually Um, college I think um, actually sophomore year of uh, when I was at UConn I actually got my first internship when I was a freshman here, and I made videos for the uh, the UConn Instagram account. So I'll make these little, you know, a small dumb videos, you know, some some scenery videos or um, about whatever it was. And that opportunity led to my uh, uh, one of my most um, kind of like a big deal for me, which I landed a gig at the UConn soccer team. So uh, without that first step at um, at the, uh, the Instagram internship, like I was not able to meet the people um, from the soccer team. Yeah, so you just gave me a little bit of segue into my next my next question. You brought mm-hmm. it up. It seems like your first big chance was with the soccer team. You made some cool hype videos for them, did a couple player things with the players. Can you tell us a little bit about that experience and how you use that experience also as a stepping stone? You know, for sure. So I was basically hired to just make videos. They don't really have a structure or anything for what I need to do. And they just need, you know, to drive ticket sales, to have more people hype about the soccer season. So I didn't really have too much experience. So I just, um, you know, look up what, uh, like, uh, you know, out here these days you have YouTube. Uh, we have a lot of like uh, examples and stepping stones for me to um, kind of work it off on. So I watch a lot of like these sports commercials and see kind of what their songs are like. So what kind of songs they use or what kind of camera shot they have. And I just um, shot, shot a couple of things together and and they liked it. So, um, yeah, so I was there as a content producer. Um, I would go to their home games. So, so this is when we still had the, uh, I believe it's called Maroney Stadium, I think, um, sophomore season. And they actually had a great season. Uh, they went to 
the NCAA playoffs, and I was able to go to a home game, like every single home game. I had all field access, which is like mind blowing for me, and it was just um, great experience with the team. I was able to meet a lot of the team members, um, as well as uh, I think I also traveled with them once um, to Florida, uh, where I played uh, UCF, I think UCF, and it's just shooting um soccer in like like different conditions and everything it's a really great experience for me and i think that like without that stepping stone like i wouldn't be able to um to, uh, to get to where i am today yeah definitely so overall from that experience what do you say was kind of your favorite overall part of it overall part of it it's the interaction with the players of course because um all, all the players like loves the camera obviously and they will say like, but they would reach out to you to see how many good shots or anything for from um for for them to post on their Instagram or Facebook or whatever. So it's definitely um it's definitely great. I think the uh, uh the biggest part is also seeing how they train at uh, the behind the scenes, the hours, the multiple um like training sessions they have to go through, the rehab sessions they have to go through every single day or every single practice, and you really like it's something that um like. So I so I only play one sport in college and I play golf. I, I, I mean, it's nothing like a contact sport than anything. So like being able to go behind the scene to see these Division One athletes work and how, uh, you know, like a Division One is one step closer to professional. So I think it is very, so it was great for me um, to see kind of like how they, um, like, so I guess what it takes to be a Division One athlete. So obviously you've also had a plethora of other opportunities, but one that I saw on your Instagram was you had an experience to shoot the UConn women's basketball team at games. And they're arguably one of, well, they're probably the most dominant team in women's basketball history. So how was that experience? Yeah, I was able to shoot women's basketball because I was also a part of this campus organization called the Daily Campus. So I'm sure all the UConn students are familiar with it. It's the campus newspaper. And we have a photo session and section. And um, we're occasionally, but we get opportunities to go to these, like uh, to have passes to go to, to, to shoot these bigger games. Like um, I was fortunate enough to be put on one of the assignments and, um, and uh, shooting kind of basketball uh not only just women's and men's as well firsthand um it's a crazy experience and like obviously as you said um UConn's women's team is one of the best in the country so so that was an amazing experience for sure now as I mentioned before obviously when I introduced you you work as a senior producer for Through the Lens which is a small company owned by Carmelo Anthony from there, you've been able to shoot big-name pros such as Melo himself, Trey Young, Candace Parker, and Nafisa Collier. And not only, you know, shooting them while they're working out, but also, you know, one-on-one -on -one when they're talking about hoops and just life in general. Just talk to us about how you were presented with that opportunity and what you've learned from it. Yeah, so everything for for my for my journey so far, everything just kind of started like, like one after another. Um, I, I believe uh, it was after the second women's basketball game that I ever shot for UConn. Like at that point, like, so, so, so after every single game, I would post some of the shots that I had on my story and I would tag these different athletes. And 
And um, I think one of the first games I'd ever shot for women's, um, some of them reached out to me. Uh, they not only uh, reposted my story and they only reached out to me uh, to ask for these photos. So, so that's how I got their numbers in order to, um, to send them these like higher quality photos. Um, so that's how I got introduced to the women's basketball uh, team, kind of like that circle. And my next opportunity, like the through the lens, it all connects together. Like, as you know, um, Anifisa Collier, she played as a senior, I believe, my sophomore year. And her fiance now, his name is Alex Bazo. He's an MBA and WNBA skill trainer. He saw my stuff because of Nafisa, uh, because of I connected with Nafisa, and Nafisa reposted my stuff, and he saw my photo. So he gave me the opportunities for the summer, my junior year summer, to come to LA um, to shoot for him. And, and because he is a basketball trainer, he trains plays during the off seasons, and all of these players, such as Melo, like Candace Parker, like Trey Young, was one of his clients too, and obviously Nafisa Collier, and a bunch of other NBA and WNBA. Um, players and he basically just um, trains them every single day from like eight o'clock to 12 o'clock and he offered me that opportunity because I saw Nafisa and and later I think this year 2020 um, he offered me this opportunity uh, to be a producer at Through Lens which was a startup that he just started so that's how to it is a long story I'm like I would love to break it down uh, for you, but like like everything, kind of connects together for my story. <laughs> so obviously, you like you said through the lens as a startup, and I've looked at some of the stuff you guys have posted, and it's just amazing. And it's not just getting recognition from you know regular Samaritans and regular civilians, but big media companies like Forbes, The Athletic, Slam. They've all shared their thoughts on it, and they've gave you pretty high praise. So how does it feel? working with a small project that's basically getting recognition from some of the biggest in the United States. Yeah, it's an incredible opportunity for sure. And I believe all credits goes to Alex for sure for assembling a great team of people together and to have all these connections. Cause like, but without him, but there's be, like, there would be no through lens because all of these people that he has known and all of these connections that he had, builds a very good foundation for the company and he was able to uh, use that as a leverage um, to get these other um, opportunities and, and new experiences for us for sure um, and I think all credits goes to him um, I believe that we still have a lot to do I'm very excited for what's to come for sure and like I said it's still a startup company we started I think the company launched in December 2020 so this is technically you know the first month of our running so i can't wait for so i can't wait for what goes next for us so staying on the topic of through the lens what do you hope to accomplish going forward as you said it looks like you're going to have a great opportunity to grow with the company since you know it's only been what a month almost two months of you guys being up and running so what do you look forward to in the future we look forward to um, in the future with the company is just getting experience from it because like I started working with this company last April, 2020 April. And, and throughout all these time, I think it's almost a year now and all these months and days, I've just learned so much by working in a team of people and 
just we started really small. We only had four people starting off and just building that foundation throughout and just continue to grow as a team together is what I look forward to in the future as well. And I think like I like we have a couple more um, members on the team now, which helps a lot uh, with the company and being able to kind of kind of uh, reach out and branch out to all these new people uh, to join our team and connect and create something new is what I look forward for sure. So moving away from through the lens, I also saw on your Instagram that you were able to shoot for uh, Julius Randall and I believe Karis Levert. So how did you come across those opportunities to interact with those two prominent players? Yeah, Julius Randall, Karis Levert, um, we're all uh, from uh, because of Alex Bazil. Because through him, he would like since I created some content for him throughout the summer, and he has he has these connections as well with other trainers. I believe Julius Randall is a client of Jordan Lawley. He is another um, he is another skilled basketball skills trainer uh, based in LA area, and he saw my stuff, so he invited me to one of his workouts with Julius Randall, hoping he could get some content. So it worked out both for us. I was able to meet Julius and you know sh- shot some photos for him in LA and. So again, back in uh, New York City as well, uh, uh, when he got traded to the Knicks. Uh, but yeah, just everything all started uh, with Alex. Um, same thing with Karis Levert. Karis Levert is one of Alex's bigger clients for sure. And it was just during one of his workouts. So, I mean, for me, knowing these big names, it would kind of be overwhelming and just kind of like such a great feeling to you know know some of the most prominent stars in the game of basketball do you get a lot of people you know trying to be like hey like how does it feel to know Carmelo or how does it feel to shoot for Trey Young how do you how do you interact with those type of people yeah I mean I was just telling them how I feel normally because it's a like from a basketball fan perspective like it is incredible for me like being able to see how they train firsthand and being able to capture those moments for them I think it's a yeah, it's just incredible um, because I just think that, like, all you see on TV or on, um, on stream that, like, all these players uh, perform under these big pressure and then, and, then, and then nobody really know how they train or how they got to where they are. So I think, yeah, I mean, I don't really know how to answer that question. I, I, I haven't actually got a lot of pe- uh, people who ask me that question on how they feel for sure, but... But when you're in front of them, for sure, you're trying to keep it cool. You know, you're trying to keep it low key, you know, but inside of me, I'm freaking out for sure. (laughs) So continuing on with your opportunities, uh, you also got to work with Poto Projects, the media, small media agency. Again, it's currently working on their dream magazine, which features some of UConn's most biggest names, Olivia Nelson, Adota, Kristen Williams, Kevin Mensa, and a whole bunch of others. Where did the inspiration come to start the magazine and what do you hope to accomplish with the first issue coming out soon. Yeah, so Poto Project is actually a creative agency that uh, me and my girlfriend started. So we, it is basically a freelance company, and we will basically take everything. We will take. We shot a bunch of music videos, um, and then we shot a bunch of sports stuff as well. And then we're creating this magazine and. This dream magazine is the name of the magazine we're we're hoping to launch actually in a couple of days from now, February first. 
And the inspirations from it is basically I wanted to create something before I graduate. Like I want to use up everything that I know, like like everyone uh, that I've uh, had a connection to and just kind of use this opportunity to kind of create something that people can look back on or I can look back on. So throughout the years uh, that I've spent at UConn, I was able to meet some of the most incredible people with the most incredible stories. And Dream is kind of an opportunity to kind of collect that together because I feel like as an athlete, I think I mentioned this before, like athletes spend so much sweat, uh, pressure, and uh, spend a lot of time behind the scene that no, uh, nobody knows. Like we're in a division one school, like you can athlete, like, take a lot of pressure and are held to a standard and they have worked really hard, continue to pursue their passion. So, and also athletes are always labeled as their sport, their statistics, you know, their numbers, their wins, their losses, and Dream Magazine is kind of a way for UConn athletes to share their stories. And whether it's related to sports or whether they have been, uh, 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 whether they have learned as an athlete. Um, and I just think that um, this magazine is kind of telling athletes' stories, kind of give these athletes a platform um, to share. And for something for them to look back on as well after they're done with their college career, uh, whatever it might be. So uh, that's what Poto Project and Dream is. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome because I definitely get what you're saying as far as athletes being, you know, what it is on paper, the wins, the losses, their sports, their points, you know, whatever it is. Like, that's definitely dope. And, you know, as a former athlete, I wish I would have had an opportunity like that in high school or even now just with what I do. I, I It sounds dope. And I can't wait to see what you guys put out. Appreciate that. So outside of sports – You've done some crazy shots. You were at the UConn ASAP Ferg concert, the Boston College Music Festival, as well as New York, just kind of messing around. How important is it to you to kind of keep your photography diverse and to be multifaceted when it comes to capturing different things? I feel like for me, everything that I can capture with a camera automatically interests me. Like whatever form it might be, it might be landscapes, it might be concerts, it might be sports. I just think that, um like everything is interesting for me um and it's also for me to get in the reps in uh, to get the reps in because in order to develop as a content creator as a photographer as a videographer um shooting everything and being diverse is uh definitely helps in the long term so we're fortunate enough to have all these like yukon um some of the yukon hunters that I think Subag um, puts together are great. Um, and throughout, um, through, through these different experiences, I was able to get to um, shoot all of these incredible people for sure. And yeah, I feel like it is very important to be diverse and to be good at many things like in this industry because uh, you never know what the next opportunity is and well, whatever it might be, but you want to be prepared for it. Yeah, definitely. So staying on, you know, shooting outside of sports, you and a couple others created the Yosemite Lights Travel Doc. How was that experience creating a documentary? Because obviously that takes a lot of shooting, a lot of time, a lot of editing. And how excited were you to finish that and get it out on UConn's campus? Yeah, man, for sure. That's one of one of my highlights of my college career, I will say. Um, it, would, it made it happen 
It happened because of the Yukon Idea Grant. Um, it is a Yukon program that um, gives people uh, gives student grant with an idea. So as long as you come to them with a plan or with a good idea, uh, they will take it in and they will uh, give you the money to do so. And I was fortunate enough to have a very incredible team uh, with me. But they're all my friends, and we all work together at Daily Campus. So we're friends to start off with and we're all very interested like to travel to to this incredible place and to just take photos and and videos and i just think that that opportunity for me is great because not only um i get to do with my friends and go to these places and and i think it was a um very 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 i'm very grateful for this opportunity because um, UConn was actually able to give us almost ten grand for this whole op- uh, for, for for this whole pro- uh, for this whole film, and um, we were able to screen it at the, at the student union ballroom and just kind of seeing everyone who came, everyone who supported us uh, to see something we put together. Uh, it was an incredible feeling. Again. <laughs> Do you plan on doing any uh, other documentaries in the short term or long term future? Yeah, for sure. Uh, in the future, I'll definitely wanted to work on something um, again, like this photo project, uh, the Dream Magazine thing as well. I I always wanted to work on something, but just for myself. And I think these things is what keeps me creative and keeps me wanting to push forward because, like, whatever it might be. Like uh, these content videos that I'm doing for social, for, for UConn or through, through the lens videos or these short social clips, it gets a little dull and boring and a little repetitive for sure. And you just have to constantly find that spark for you, like what made you wanted to start doing this in the first place. And for me is to create these little short projects, little documentary, little magazines, and they really go a long way for me. Final question I have is obviously photography, you know, videography and content creating in general is a field that is, you know, it's growing by the day. A lot of people want to get into it. A lot of people want to learn how to edit, how to do graphic design and to learn how to, you know, do effects and videos. And what advice would you give to those people just starting out, you know, looking to get into photography, taking, you know, sports events, taking just regular events? What would you say to those people? So an advice I would give people who are just starting out is just to watch a lot of YouTube videos because I learned everything that I know from YouTube in terms of producing content, like from shooting, getting settings right, and to post-production as well, the editing and the cutting. Because YouTube these days have incredible resources for everything. And what's special about YouTube is also like, it's basically content creators teaching content creators. So on YouTube, it is a great, you know, free resource that everyone who's into these things can take advantage of for sure. Um, yeah. Um, and also um, to, to keep posting, uh, you know what I mean? Keep putting your work out there and for people to see and never be shy about it because you never know who's going to see it. All right. Well, Eric, thank you for being our first guest on season two. I really appreciate you taking the time to, you know, come on the show and talk about what you do in your everyday life. Thanks so much, Ty. I had a lot of fun. All right, guys, if you're interested in seeing Eric's work, be sure to check him out 
at ericyang17 on IG. And also check out Through the Lens, which can be found at, at Through the Lens on IG as well. And keep a lookout for the Poto Project's Dream Magazine, which will feature some of UConn's most talented athletes. For everyone listening at home, thank you for taking the time to tune in. If you're new, don't forget to follow the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to drop a review on Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure you follow our new Instagram at any.every.podcast. And until next time, stay safe and stay healthy.